It's a Dapper Devil production, see? I'm Claire Manship. And I'm Ian Brodsky. And this is The Thing That Happened This Week. The show where everyone brings a story from the past seven days and we break it down. Ladies and gentlemen, we're beginning our descent into LaGuardia Airport. Please ensure that your seat back is up and your tray table's in the upright and locked position. Hi, babe. Hi, babe. I am not, I do not feel well. You okay? I mean, I'm okay, but like, I'm just, I'm frazzled. I just want to tell them what happened this morning because I feel like it'll be disingenuous not to. Okay. So, (laughs) also, I'm like... I'm kind of under the weather. Um, Ian and I had a miscommunication about our start time, and honestly, nothing frazzles me more than feeling like I'm either missing something I'm supposed to be responsible for or running late. Mm. And I, if I start the day this way, then it affects the entire day. I get it. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, I, th- I think that we've talked pretty openly about our anxiety and therapy and like our experiences with that, but I... Now I'm trying to take ownership of, like, expressing that without any apologies. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, well, that's this good. happened, and this is what this is now. All right. Yeah. Well, that's great. Yeah. Um, it's I mean, a beautiful it, day. It's a, it is a beautiful day. It can only go up from here. Yeah. It's, it's actually kind of, like, bitingly cold outside. It is. I, earlier, I went to um, my Dunkin' Donuts around the corner, and um, it was pretty... Pretty biting. Biting's like the perfect word to describe it. Oh my god, and I was on my way here, and this guy has his huge dog off the leash. What? And lets the dog walk up ahead, and then I, this is like on your corner, and then I walk, like I continue to walk, and the I'm now between the guy and the dog, and he calls the dog back to him because he sees that, yeah, there's a person there, and he shouldn't have his dog off the leash. Right. And the dog runs at me. And almost jumps up on me. No, I mean a huge dog. Well, what, what kind of dog? Uh, like, it, it looked like a pit bull mastiff. Oh, wow. Yeah, like, I mean, it was huge. And, <laughs> excuse me, sorry, listeners. And he was like, sorry, sorry, he's cool. And I was like, yeah, it's cool. Like, I, it's not. It's fucking not. Keep your dog on the leash. Um, there is a dude Ooh. who lives in the neighborhood, because I've seen him a few times, who has four full-size huskies. That live in his apartment with him. What? Yes. Um, their names That's are... a nightmare. Their names are Melody, Harmony, Samba, and Lombada. Oh, um, my God. Yeah. Because um, <laughs> when we were doing our first Dapper Devil web series, like, he just wa- this dude just walks past with four big-ass huskies, and we're like, okay, we're not going to act like we're not seeing this right now. We are meeting these, these big old dogs. Um, and then the immediate conversation after that was, how does someone have four... Huskies in New York City. It's uh, it sounds like a nightmare. Yeah, it honestly does. When I lived on the Upper West Side, I was in a duplex, and the people upstairs had a Harlequin Great Dane, a Racing Rescue Greyhound, a Malty Poo, and a Himalayan Cat. Holy crap! And I mean, just the menagerie, just like the the bananas activity that went on. I mean, when the Great Dane stood up and put his like paws on your shoulder, he's like seven and a half feet tall. Oh yeah. I mean, it I, it was like always an issue with the dogs. Always. Yeah. We had we had one in our store once. It stood up on the table and it was as tall as our like a standing a fancy Best Buy who was like standing on his hind legs like on one of the tables and was taller than our like our one of our leads who is basically a jason momoa clone so this guy is <laughs> massive and this great dane is like or mastiff i forget exactly which uh dog it was but his name was norman that i remember norman was as tall as our lead i love and when dogs have human names i do too especially when they're like old man names yeah those are the best well and your parents dog is lacy yeah my <laughs> excuse me sorry listeners um, my brother's dogs, my brother and his wife have, um, Millie, human name, mm-hmm. and Moose, who is Moose. a little chihuahua. Aw. Moose the chihuahua. I do love, like, cute names, like, specific kinds of cute names like that. My friend's going to name her dog Sneakers. That's cute. Right? I always like the name, like, Dimples, or, like, yeah. Sprinkles. Anything that ends in a goal. Mm. Um, I think another, like, one that I'm mad I didn't think of myself is Tugboat from How I Met Your Mother. <laughs> Tugboat. Yeah, the captain has a little puppy named Tugboat. Aw, yeah. that's cute. 
I my my grandfather was the skipper. I wouldn't mind. I don't know if it's disrespectful to my grandfather, but I wouldn't mind having a dog that was like skip or skipper. If I found out my grandchildren, Skipper D was a turtle. Eloise owned a turtle named oh. Skipper D, and her pug was named Weenie. Oh, I mean. <laughs> Weenie. Um, if I found out my grandchildren named a dog after me, that would be the highest compliment. Really? Oh, yeah. What if it was a hideous dog? Like, what if it was, like, world's ugliest dog? I mean, like, my 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 self-image is only so much anyway that it'd be like, you know what? You named a dog after me. That is, um, that's all I could ask. You're not that full of yourself. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, we have a fantastic guest this week yes Ian thanks for letting me start the show on a morose note it's okay I just want to get fucking real this it's, is Howard Stern now this is this is this how is we're doing show. the show like, this is our show we can get real we've we've been real real before I know I it's actually honestly like it's so funny because I literally made the statement like I'm gonna say this and have no apologies and now I'm walking it back like sorry I need me but honestly like some of the shit we've talked about in the show makes me think that this is like the mildest we <laughs> People ask me about the show, and I'm like, yeah, I talk about the one time I thought I saw a dead body. Like, oh my God. Did I tell you I saw a dead guy on the train? I feel like I told you that on that I think, episode. I th- I'm that thinking it, too. there was a too. frozen guy on the train. Yeah, yeah. That, we definitely talked about that I one. Know. All right. Well, on this note, our guest is we, Shaw. We have Tommy. an amazing guest. <laughs> All right. So, should we introduce her, Ian? Yes. Let's um, cue the music. All right, we have one guest today because one guest is all we need. Um, she is an actor, singer. Um, she is someone who I like to identify as scary talented. Um, <laughs> her credits include uh, 13 on Broadway, uh, Bye Bye Birdie on Broadway, 30 Rock, the recent Enter Laughing at the York Theater Company. Please welcome to the show the delightful Allie Trim. Yay! That Welcome. was a beautiful introduction, and Thank I you. love how you decided to not say actor, singer, dancer, because that's spot on. <laughs> you, okay. you know me well, very well. I mean, well, we only know each other through um, a concert that we did, and I mean, I I didn't attest to your dancing ability, because I don't know your dancing ability. Well, that concert didn't happen to highlight my incredible dancing skills, but it's a little Next known time. fact that it's actually the thing that I'm best at in my entire life. So, yes. Um, it's just a secret. I like to keep a secret. I like to keep people guessing. You Every gotta hold actor some needs of your a cards. secret. Yeah. So, um, yes, dancer. Thank you so much. Oh, of just course. Just an asterisk. Of course. That. Mm-hmm. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. Um, well, how you been? <laughs> I've been good. I've been good. I'm happy to see you. I haven't seen you really since that concert, and that was a, a while back. So, I'm excited to get to catch up and, and spend some yeah. time with you today. Thank you so much for doing this show. And, like, um, you came all the way from Brooklyn. I sure did. And, like, yeah. <laughs> I kind of, like, reached out, like, over Instagram, like, for the, like, since we had done that concert. So, like, thank you for, like, thank you for, um, I don't know what the word is. Thank you for indulging me. Absolutely. I'm honored to be here. Everybody loves a great podcast, and this is pretty exciting. Yeah. Plus, you've got, like, a super cool setup. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Um, the Dapper Devil family has some... Um, we have some good equipment. Uh, this backup siren is not where you are. <laughs> um, there is... Outside my building, there is a an ambulance and also, like, a, a, a shipment truck um, oh. that are just kind of chilling right now. So, I guess we'll see what happens with that. Um, we'll take their time because it's yeah. New York, it's Washington Heights. Exactly. Everyone is double parked. Lounge. Mm-hmm. It's a real party at 10 a.m., 9 you know, a.m. What time I actually is it? used to live like two blocks away from here. You're I kidding. Used to, yeah, I used to live on 157th and Broadway. No shit. For like three years I lived there. So we were neighbors. Oh, no for way. For a good amount of time. We were neighbors. Oh, sweet. Yeah, I know. And now you're all the way in Williamsburg? I'm in Bushwick. So Bushwick. So a decent, it took me a, a good uh, hour and a half to get here this morning. Yikes. But well, thank you for making the trek. No problem at all. This I love a MVP. good subway morning. Yeah. <laughs> I just sat there, like listened to my music. I read a book. Well, you had a whole like saga getting up here, right? <laughs> I sure did. Yeah. Okay. So usually I plan out my schedule so that I know like the absolute end time I need to leave my apartment by and then I add like 30 minutes because I like to have some leisure time I like to have the option to get a coffee so I left a good 30 minutes and I ended up being 10 minutes late because um the long story short the MTA just they shut it down this morning and I hope everyone's okay I think it was definitely a medical reason that the trains shut down and um hopefully 
you know, I'm going to just send her good vibes, send everybody good vibes, but definitely uh, caused a ruckus for yeah. everyone else trying to get anywhere. Yeah. Um, and the timing, and your timing was totally a-okay <laughs> at the end of the day because um, Claire and I had a miscommunication with the time, so um, she is not yet here. Um, this will probably be artfully edited into the rest of the episode. Love it. Claire is very good at that. Um, yeah. So... I feel like she's here. Like, knowing how this is going to end up sounding once it's edited. Exactly. She might as well be sitting right with us. Exactly. You can hear her laugh. Yes. It's um, it's great. There it is. Yes. Um, So, so, um, Allie Trim, you are from where originally? I am originally from San Diego. Oh, nice. From California. So, I moved here about five years ago. And I lived here, obviously, when I did 13 and Bye Bye Birdie. So when I moved here in my adulthood, it was a little bit less scary because I knew some people. I thought I knew the lay of the land. Turns out I didn't know half as much as I thought I did. Oh, dang. Um, But those are the good lessons that we all get to learn. And so here I am, still kicking it, still pounding the pavement. Killing it. Yeah. And now, like, how did the whole Broadway thing come about? Like, you're in San Diego. You're a a child. Um, Yeah, so... I started doing theater when I was really, really young, and um, I think my parents, they just were like, you're so loud, we need some peace and quiet, like, (laughs) let's put you somewhere else. (laughs) So they put me in musical theater, and it it took. That's great. Yeah, I started with that, and then by the time I was nine, I was doing, like, legit theater in the San Diego area. Wow. That um, eventually some agents saw me and they said we want to work with you do you want to audition for this thing called 13 it's Jason Robert Brown and I was like who's that okay (laughs) and I think I was just really really lucky like I think it was just a really lucky right time right place Um, and I'll always be very grateful for that but it was very wacky how it happened very abnormal well congrats thank you um so I won't ask you about Ariana Grande, and I won't <laughs> ask you how many people have asked you if you're going to be in the 13 movie. Mm, um, mm. But I get more questions actually from my friends or like people in my life's moms who have young children who say, "Can you pass along my child's name to JRB or like just put in a good word for us?" Really? Yeah, and usually I'm like, mm, I don't know if he's gonna like that, but maybe. <laughs> that's a, yeah, that's uncomfortable. It's very, yeah, it's a very strange, strange wow. situation. But you know what? I applaud that because you got to look out for your kids and you got to push for their yeah. success. So yeah. do you what you got to do. I mean, it worked for you. Yeah. And like, as far as I know, you're like pretty dang normal. Yeah, like, well, and I say that in a good way. Like, <laughs> thank you. Like, you don't know me well enough quite yet. <laughs> that's You know, that's also fair. And I would say the same back at you. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, we do have a mutual, I don't know if she... Um, it would be considered a friend at this point, but uh, you worked with Delaney Morrow. Yeah. Who I grew up doing youth theater with. Oh, my um, gosh. Yeah, um, I better know her sister. Reagan. Yeah. And meanwhile, this is like, at this point, this is more than 10 years ago. This was like yeah. when we were children, and um, we were all doing a show together, and I remember Delaney just stopped coming to rehearsals one day, and it was because she had booked Mary Poppins. Oh, my gosh. And, and then we all like, found where'd out, she go? We are all like, what? That's so weird. Where did she go? Where is that, like, <laughs> that adorable little like blonde girl? And like, oh, no, she's literally on Broadway just, now. Just like, um, straight up on fine. The, the big Broadway. Fine, fine, fine. Um, <laughs> yeah. That's then, crazy. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, so you moved back to San Diego after... Yeah, 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 yeah. So I did 13. Delaney and I shared a dressing room. Um, she's the bee's knees. I... I, she just moved to D.C., right? I don't, I don't know. Like, we're friends on Facebook, but, like, right. we literally have not, like, spoken since we were children. Oh, that's so funny. Um, yeah, but, like, uh, occasional, is, like, yeah. well, like, she and Reagan and I, like, we'll, like, like each other's, like, Facebook posts or whatever. Right. That's, we all, we have all got those kind yeah. of friendships. Yeah, no, I think that she just moved out of the city and is, like, starting this brand new adventure, so I'm super excited for her, and wow. I hope she's doing well. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I, I did 13 and Birdie here, and my family, like, moved out here with me because we didn't know what we were doing, and we were like, yeah. I guess if you have to work in New York, like, we should all move our entire life here for what ended up being a very short amount of time. Mm. Um, And then I went back to San Diego, and I finished out high school. I took a gap year. I went to college for a hot sec, and then Mm. I said, bye, (laughs) I'm going to move to New York. And and, And here you are. here I am, yeah. Well, congrats. It's it's pretty cool. It's cool. It's just kind of crazy, like, the trajectory of things and the, the things that I thought I knew when I was making these big life decisions, thinking like, oh, 
you know, cats in the back. I, I know what I'm doing. I know where I'm going. And then just like time and time again, discovering that I have no idea what I'm doing. I'm learning who I am, which is good, but I have no idea what yeah. life is going to throw at me. And that's like pretty exciting to, to let it all go and just start letting the chips fall because I, I wave my white flag. I, I just can't control anything. That's, yeah, yeah, that's, uh, them's the truth. Mm-hmm. Um, well, you seem to be handling it all in stride, and um, <laughs> keep up the good work. Wow, doing my best, doing you know, my best. I yeah. feel like we all just are, just <laughs> trying our best. Yeah. Um, all right, Allie Trim, we have learned all about you, our new friend of the show. Yes, Hi. you are now Fop Allie Trim. Wow. Friend, of the, friend of the pod. Oh my gosh, I am honored. I'm so honored. Now, right. I missed it before. Is this your first time podcasting? Yeah, actually. Well, I did one uh, a podcast for a friend a few years back, but uh, it was over the phone. It was like a phone interview. So. Oh, we've done some of those. Yeah. Yeah. In the early days, we did some of those. So that being said, you are now a producer of our show because you get to decide the order of the thing that happened this week. Oh. Would you like to go first, second, oh, wow. or third? Oh, that's a lot of responsibility placed on my shoulders. I know. And you didn't know that you'd be changing careers today. I didn't today. know that I would be having like so much agency over my own choices. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is the, it's the future now. We're living in the future. Yes. Women, women get to make choices. And I'm very happy for you. <laughs> Um, well, I think that the story I'm bringing today um, is pretty groundbreaking, so I want to save it for the last. Groundbreaking? Groundbreaking Ooh. slash shocking slash uh, it's a ghost story is what I'm getting at. So mm. I think we'll, Y'all, we'll, this we'll is start our with yours. third interview in a row oh, with no. a little woo-woo. No, no, no. <laughs> I love it. I love it. The show is now turning into... A Ghost oh Hunters God. podcast. Love that. I yep. I spent a lot of my time watching Ghost <coughs> oh, Adventures. I spent a lot of my time watching Ghost Adventures, and so okay. I'm going to have to uh, figure out which of your episodes are specifically ghost-related and yes. go back and just like yes. really hone in on those. I think you can keyword our show, and <laughs> you might be able to find every subject matter that has ever happened. I, I think so, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. That's awesome. Um, so that being said, you're going third. Who's going first? Um... Uh, why don't you why don't you take us away? Okay. Why don't you go first? Uh, sail away. Okay, here we go. <laughs> sail away, sail, sail away. Sail away. No, what was I? I was thinking of um oh it's like yacht rock. What the fuck is that? Yacht song? rock. Yacht rock. Um what is the name of that song? The um oh come sail away. Come, come sail away, come sail away with me. week and apparently it didn't work I took a sick day now I took my first sick day in like four years and the last time I took a sick day it was for like the flu or something bananas but this one is literally just I'm recovering from a sinus infection and I had this is gonna be gross listeners so just like get with it I had sinus fluid on my ears, like on my Mm -hmm. eardrums. Mm -hmm. And I'm still now, you know, days away from my sick day. And I mean, it felt so good to take a sick day. Like just sitting in bed, watching Veep and Silicon Valley and eating Cheez-Its and sucking on cough drops, like blowing my nose every five fucking seconds. Felt amazing. But now what you have to do for a sinus infection is after the worst of it's over, you have to dry it up. Right? right. I wish you could have seen the hand motion I just made, listeners. It was like my hands became bats. <laughs> you just gotta try it up. So um, they still couldn't see my hands, so I don't know how that'll it's play. Still, they can hear the sound effect. It still got me. Yeah. yeah. This is this is my hands no. fluttering past no, me. No ASMR. Um, you know, I mean, do you even listen back to our show, Ian? You I try. Wanna... I try. I tried listening back. Okay, I did listen first tangent. Um, I listened. I listened to the one I was not here for, mm. and then I tried listening to um, the one after that, and um, I'm like, dude, no. What? Because of your voice? Yeah, like I just can't listen to myself. It's hard to listen to your own mm. voice. Like it's only hard for me. Like this episode will be hard for me to listen to because I sound like I'm swimming. You know what I, I mean? Don't, I don't hear it though. I don't know about you. Adam, I don't but... really hear it that much either. Oh I hear it. I hear it I so hear it. much. But I feel like it's in your I head because you just got that congestion. I know. It's like up in my in my ear. That's such an uncomfortable feeling. Yeah, it's yeah. the worst. So anyway, so thanks for looping us back. Haha, ha, wasn't a tangent. Boop. So, <laughs> 
So, <coughs> as you can hear, listeners, <coughs> I'm dying. Oh, my God. I'm dying. Okay. So, uh, you have to dry it up. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> and how do you Ian. spell that? <laughs> what is the spelling on? It's like S. F W O O P. I feel like it's H H W H C H O O P. But like oh, in yeah. reverse. I hear that too. I hear that too. It does sound like it's in reverse. Yeah. And now back to the story. <laughs> yeah. So, so uh, you have to dry it up, which means you have to take antihistamine. You have to do flow nays. I got to do the, which oh, it's kind of the same sound. It's more of like a up into my nose. The poor listeners fucking hate yeah. us now. They hate the show. They've unsubscribed. It's fine. I've accepted right. it. They're gone forever. But so that's the problem now. It's like even though the sinus infection is likely no longer present, I'm still just now in full-fledged seasonal, you know, like post-nasal drip. When the doc looked in the back of my throat, okay, on my sick day, I went to urgent care. Um, and the doctor was so hot. Oh my God. I was so embarrassed that I, I had no makeup on. It was so embarrassing. And he looked at my, my throat and he goes, yeah, you got a lot of post nasal. And oh, I was like, that is not what you want a hot guy to say no. to you. That's not what you want your doctor to say to you. You don't want anyone really to say that. But honestly, like if it's a doctor, sure. Okay. Mm-hmm. But God, he was so hot. Mm. Yeesh. Um, I did also maybe talk to him about my taxes. I was a little bit delirious. <laughs> you know, everyone needs a good icebreaker. <laughs> they really do. And you know what? He seemed smart. So, like, he could keep up with my socioeconomic difficulties. He is a doctor. Yeah, yeah he's a doctor. He must know. So, anyway, I mean, that's basically the whole thing that happened this week. But I will say that forcing myself to take time off from work is a huge thing for me. Like, I think I've been pretty candid with our listeners about being, like, a little bit of a hustler. And... I work myself so hard and I overschedule myself so frequently that taking a day off was like the most bewildering experience. It was like 4.30 in the afternoon. I'm watching Silicon Valley. I'm eating cheeses. And I'm like, I should be somewhere right now. Mm-hmm. Like that was the spookiest feeling. It was, it was so weird. 100%. Sick days are weird, right? Yeah. But then the week Flew by because I only had four work days. Mm. <laughs> yeah. But on, oh, the sun just went away and it was a little spooky. <laughs> that scared me. Um, so anyway, uh, I had a very good sick day, but now I'm still in, in repercussive sickness. Oh, well, feel better. Yeah. Thank you. I consider myself miraculously lucky this year that I didn't get that change of the seasons sickness. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how it happened because the seasons changed slightly and like it's automatic like sinus infection bronchitis. This year somehow it did not happen. Um, So thank you Dionysus. I mean I wonder if you just jinx yourself. Yeah knock on wood. I would knock on the table. But oh. Ian knocked on the floor. Our floor is wood. Yeah. <laughs> Our neighbor downstairs. Hello? Hello? <laughs> Who's there? Um, yeah. It, for me, too, normally I don't get it in the fall. I get it in February. I get mm. a really bad one in for February. Sure. Yep. Because it gets extremely cold, and there's not much to be happy about in yeah. February. So you don't have any, like, internal drive to not get sick. Yeah. Your body mm. is like, well, I got nothing to lose at this point anyway. I might as well get sick now. For me, it happens um, in September, usually like around the beginning of the month, not so much my birthday, and like May. Mm. Like, in that's, May? In May. Like, no, I that... had full-fledged bronchitis, <laughs> change of the seasons, Excuse me. awfulness, like for my senior prom. Mm. Yeah. Do you know I had a friend, here's a good tangent. One of my best friends from high school had to walk across the stage at graduation passing kidney stones. I think you told me that once. Okay, yes. My dear friend Andy and I. Hi, Andy and I. I'm spreading your business on the internet. Andy, his mom had to walk him back to, you know, like when you graduate, uh, there's like, you know, the lineup and they make you stand there and wait for like the longest time before before the processional. So he, his mom had to walk him back at the last minute possible. And then when they called his name, they were like, Andrew, Gregory, and I... And he walked across the stage, and I mean, the way he crutched his stomach. Oh, oh no. <laughs> it was 
so cute and also so sad. So anyway, I love you, Andy. Um, we just went to not a wedding together. His uh, girlfriend was there, um, who is the loveliest woman ever. But we were just down at one of our mutual friends, one of our other best friends from high school's weddings this summer. And to every time I look at Andy, I just think like, oh, the kidney stones. Mm. <laughs> that's when I loved him most. Wow. Um, so anyway, that's but ended. Honestly, like I have to chime in because oh, I wasn't going to say this on a podcast because I thought like, oh, TMI. But at this point, I have to say this. I have a kidney infection now. What? So like you took a sick day this week, but for me in my head, I was like, I'm probably just tired. No. Because in New York City, you're always tired and you always just think like, oh, that's a new ache and pain, but whatever. <laughs> Do you know, I went into kidney failure this summer. What? After surgery. Girl, yeah. I know exactly. Oh my God. Kidney pain. For people that don't know, kidney pain is like so unusual because it hurts everywhere and nowhere and makes you need to sleep. Yes. I've been. 24 hours I've a day. I've been like massively exhausted to the point yes. that I thought like. Well, that was why I ended up thinking something's got to be wrong because I'm usually kind of tired, but, like, not this level of exhaustion. Like, I'll work for two it's, hours. It feels and then like having mono. Yeah, it does. Yes. And so I finally, like, bit the bullet. And I'm, I just, like, didn't want to – I just didn't want it to be true. I just didn't want to have to deal with an illness. I was like, oh, mm-hmm. I'm just going to sleep it off. But no amount of sleep was working. And finally my mom was like, Allie – Go to the doctor. If your creatinine, which is how they they measure your kidney function, if your creatinine's fucked up, everything else will start to shut down. Like, your kidneys are literally the center of your universe. Yeah, this doctor, I, I basically said, like, I'm here because I think I have a kidney infection. And I had Googled all of the things online. So I already kind of knew, like, oh, yeah, this kind of seems right. And something I was laughing at when I read online, there was a little note that said, like, Kidney pain usually hurts more after being hit in the kidneys. And I was like, well, no shit. Like, that's not a surprise. But sure enough, to test for a kidney infection, this doctor goes, just that hard? Not yeah, that hard. They got a tap on your back. He taps on my back. And also, Allie just, just smacked me. Yeah, Allie just like, it's all good. It's, it's all good. Um, Allie just like, Punches like a strong, you. but she full like did the kidney <laughs> test on me. I clearly I'm okay. You don't have Thank a kidney God. infection because when he did that to me, I screamed. I have never like involuntarily oh, isn't yelped it amazing? before, and I jumped out of my skin. And he goes, "Ooh, girl, ooh, girl, what's with doctors <laughs> leading with oof." Ugh, he when, was like, thank God you're here. So mm-hmm. They had to send me for a kidney ultrasound at one point because mine was caused by um, drug toxicity. I had an allergic reaction to one of my antibiotics, Ugh. and it shut down my kidneys. And when I <laughs> – sorry. <coughs> Excuse me. When I went to get a kidney ultrasound, I had just done oxy. <laughs> I had just taken oxy. Oh, no. Not <laughs> recreationally. Let's, let's make that sorry, clear. Sorry. I, I, <laughs> I said done, like it was like a choice. <laughs> I just popped an oxy. So I, I had just popped 10 of oxy and I was falling asleep. And they were like, if you take your if you take your pain meds now, then they should line up with when you're back from the ultrasound. But the ultrasound got delayed, so they took me downstairs. Oh, oh no. And I was falling asleep on the ultrasound <laughs> table. And at one point, she's like, okay, bear down. You know, like, you're going to push the baby. She's like, lift up your butt and bear down. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm not Sean Johnson. Like, I can't. Wow. <laughs> I was like, all I remember is being like, this is like gymnastics. This is like <laughs> gymnastics. But, yeah, so kidney stuff is no jo- – and she's, like, pressing Rough. the ultrasound wand mm-hmm. on my back. It hurts to even uh, think about it. I just got chills up and down my entire body because I'm having a visceral reaction uh, to, like, that is not what uh, anyone with a kidney issue is going to want. It's so funny because you think that medicine needs to be so technical, but I will never forget when I thought that my appendix was inflamed, but it was actually my gallbladder. Right. And the appendix, they make you put your feet on the end of, like – a step stool and bounce up and down on just your toes <laughs> to see if it hurts. <laughs> oh my God, Medicine funny. is wild, man. And you're like, you went to med school for this? Yeah. <laughs> How much money did you pay? Bounce for up and down. I am so happy that Claire is laughing hysterically right now. We have turned the show around. I yeah. just love that. <laughs> she like, and she has the sinus thing happening and she's laughing and coughing and... <laughs> I just love that both of these things are so life-threatening. They're like, let me just poke around a little bit. Bounce up and down for me. Dance, monkey, dance. Like, it's so funny. Uh, <laughs> they went to med school. 
<laughs> oh my god. Okay. Well, anyway, so I'm starting to feel a lot better. I'm glad. It was really funny. Okay. Well, um, I'm glad I can crack myself up. Okay. So <laughs> that's important. Thus ended the first tangent, and uh, I now I feel like it's related. I feel like this is all related to your sick day. Uh, yeah, it's tangentially related. Yeah. Sure, sure, yes. sure. Um, so now it is my sweet, sweet friend, Ian. What's your middle name? J. Oh, that's right. Yeah. That's right. It's a name and a letter. Yep. Yeah. Ian J. Brodsky's turn. <laughs> can't even focus. It's to okay. Do, <laughs> to do the thing that happened this week. Okay, so cue the music. Ian J. Brodsky. Present. Ian Jabrodsky, what happened to you this week? Oh man, I can't believe I have to follow that. Um, this is going to be so disappointing. Um, I so, think I strained my neck. Girl! I, I think I laughed so hard that this hurts now. Oh, the no. muscle. I mean, a little bit. Yeah, uh, should, can you tap on it and yeah. tell me? If, oh, that's definitely strange. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Ian, what the fuck happened to you? Tell me a fucking story. If I had a nickel. Um, <laughs> so, um, hi guys. Um, so this uh, this week like, was I mean uh, leading up to this day was pretty boring. I was talk I was in the elevator at work and I was like, you know what? I've just been bored, man. Like, I've just kind of been bored and like, kind of going about my life. And then um, and then it was the day of the marathon. And the story is not about the marathon as much as it is getting to where I need to get in marathon traffic. And then what happened? Um, so uh, I, it, tell the people at home what marathon oh, and why right. it fucks everything up. So, the day we're recording this, it's like the week after the New York City Marathon, where everyone and their cousin and their mother and their mother's cousin comes in to run the New York City Marathon, which spans 26.2 miles over all five boroughs. So, it starts at the base of the Verrazano Bridge in Staten Island, mm -hmm. and then they run into Brooklyn, and then they cut out of Brooklyn into... Queens, I think. Yeah, so they yeah, run Queens up, the they, like, they like weave through part of Brooklyn up into Queens, the very, very bottom tippy of the Bronx, and then normally they will run down through Central Park and loop up into the Upper West Side, but this year they ran down Fifth Avenue, mm -hmm. which I think was orchestrated to pass by Trump Tower, I don't really know, but anyway, they ran all the way down Fifth Avenue and then looped up into Central Park to finish. And where the finish line is is right by my workplace. Um, and therefore all of the traffic leaving the marathon was right, uh, like right where I needed to be to get from work to band practice. Um, and uh, it for, took me. For clarification too, 51,000 people run the New York City Marathon and yeah. they all approximately have seven family members come yep. watch them. And then they all together take the, whichever train they try to take, because it could be one of several. Because if they don't know what train they're taking, they're just kind of lost in the subway. There are a lot of tourists. A lot of tourists. Here. Yeah. And so it took me 30 minutes to get from 66th Street on the one st uh, the one stop to 42nd. It took me 30 minutes. Oh. That should normally be about six minutes. Yeah. 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 So, and I have my violin with me, and I have ducked out of work early to get here because I'm already late. For practice. You missed an opportunity, Ian. I'm going to stop you right there. To okay? do what? The number one way to busk in the subway is to do it for mm. tourists, okay? There were hundreds of thousands of people here, and you missed the boat. You're right. You're right. Come oh, that's on me. Away. Come, Come sail away. away. You Come. missed the boat. I know. Right. You're right. I missed the boat. Um, sail away, sail away. Um, <laughs> Enya is the music of purgatory. Um, <laughs> and so I <coughs> finally me. get there. I'm exhausted. Like they're mid song, like the like it's the drummer's studio, so he can't even like come get me right away because I get there in their mid song. They get me. I'm up. I'm they're all frantic. Mid song. Yeah, they're like mid practicing song, and I get up there and like I'm kind of like Claire at the beginning of the show where it's like I'm late. I'm like stressed. Like I'm like already like the one that, like, not is holding us up, but I'm, like, the one missing piece right now. You know, uh, and I will say that I think part of the reason why, I don't know if this is the way it is for you, but the reason it causes me so much anxiety is because when it's out of my control, as opposed to I left late on purpose because of something I was doing, but it's, like, when it's the train or a miscommunication or a my alarm didn't go off, like, 
those are like so out of my control. Mm -hmm. But I'm not, I'm not worried when I'm like, oh, I can spend another five minutes doing my hair. Mm. And then I show up five minutes late and I'm like, but it was for my hair. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. It's the yeah. causality of it. Sure. Um, but I finally get, like, I finally get there, like, I relax. Um, and then, um, so I will plug this show again at the end of the show. But um, this is in rehearsal or practice for. Dylan's Hell Yeah Bachelor Party, where our bassist, Dylan, um, because he and his wife or his fiance cannot invite everyone they want to to their wedding, their bachelor party is going to be a whole night of bands at Pianos on Lower East Side. Fun! Yeah. That's super cool. And so um, Joe Kroger, friend of the show, Joe Kroger and, hey, Joe Kroger. and company, and I'm part of the company, um, we will be playing at that bachelorette par bachelor party. You're um, the vice president of the uh, yeah. company? Yes. You're in sales? What yes. do you do at the company? Um, uh, you know, um, accounts payable. Accounts payable? Yes. Oh, really? Very and, and, important. And one of my favorite jokes from the office is when he, when a dirty watermark goes out on a bunch of paper mm -hmm. to a high school and Creed goes, oh, it was my fault. I'm, oh, what, what do I do here? Qua, qua something, qua, quabity assuance? <laughs> uh, so close. It's almost there. <laughs> I love it. But yeah, so um, I get there and like we're rehearsing and Dylan, the one of the guests of honor, is a huge Springsteen fan. So this time we are covering a Springsteen song. Oh. And we're covering... He should it. go to that new Springsteen movie. Yeah. Um, I'm sure he has already. Um, and we are covering Atlantic City. And I'm very excited because like uh, Joe sent the song my way and it is beautiful. I love it. It's one of my favorite songs now. And um, the way we cover it turns out would be perfectly mashable with I Want It That Way by the Backstreet Boys. Oh, oh my gosh. Yeah. So we start with that song. We go through our entire, like, set list. And then we go back to it because that's the newest one of the group. And the whole time our guitarist is sneaking in. Bow, 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 bow. And, <laughs> and we're just laughing hysterically. And it was... At the end of the day, it was exactly what I needed to get out of my funk. It gave me all the life. Um... It revitalized me. My crops are watered. My skin is clear. Um, <laughs> and, like, it was awesome. And, like, it got me, like, really hyped up for something again. Like, I'm, like, I love this band. And, like, I'm really, like, honored to be a part of it. And Joe is incredible. And everyone in this, uh, everyone in this band is in the same level of classification as Ali Trim, which I call Scary Talented. Um, and, um, and, like, it'll be a really cool night. So check us out. Actually, it'll be the day after this airs. So if you're listening to this the day it airs, it'll be tomorrow night. And if you're listening to this on the 15th, you can still get your tickets. So um, Dylan's Hell Yeah Bachelor Party. There's a link on my website because I have a website now. Um, Amazing. Yeah. Fancy. So, He's got yeah. a website. Yeah. What's your website? IanJBrodsky.com because IanBrodsky.com was taken. J the letter, though. The, J the letter, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that was my that was my this week. Like everything Sorry. before and after has been like pretty chill. Like it's just like I got to go to band practice and like really tune into my twelve year twelve to seven year old geek and but, stuff. But healthy runners really wanted to keep you from the music. Healthy runners almost got in the way. So that that's my life. Um, thank you for coming to my TED talk. Um, again, it's no um, kidney failure story, but um, it's it's me. It's me. <laughs> it me. It may. All right. Allie, are you ready for the thing that happened this week? I was born ready for the thing that happened this week. Oh. But oh. actually, I will say the thing that happened this week was really a kidney infection. So I'm going to tell a story about the thing that happened last week before I had a kidney infection. Oh, okay. Well, for that story and more, come mm -hmm. back after the music. Allie Trim. Fop Alley Trim. Woo! Woo it's coming! What happened to you this week? Okay, so hear me out. My hot take of this week is that ghosts are real. Ghosts are real! Ghosts are real, you guys. We literally just had an episode with... Um, oh Fop Gerald call, Caesar. Yeah, I was about to call him Caesar Gerald. Caesar Gerald, what a great name. Because it's early. Sorry, um, Caesar Gerald. Caesar Gerald. Yeah. So, a week and a half ago, let's say, I, I took a... Fun little trip to Philadelphia because I wanted to land do some of spooky, spooky land ghosts. of spooky spooky ghosts. Thank you. I wanted to do some spooky spooky ghost things to get in the Halloween spirit. Also, it was my birthday, so I was like, I want to happy do birthday. Some, thank you. I want to do some extra spooky things to celebrate. 
I don't know, quarter century, uh, I'm 25, and so you got to do some spooky things. That's a spooky age. So I went... That is a spooky age. It sure is, let me tell you. So I went to um, the Pennhurst State School slash the Pennhurst State Asylum. Have you guys heard of this? No. Okay, so it was built I I'm gonna spit out some facts that I kind of remember from the museum portion and I just want to say I might be wrong so if you're interested in learning more about this let's all google it because I don't want to misspeak but it was built in the early you 1900s. are being quizzed yeah yeah, yeah. okay I cool. am the expert <laughs> the creator of this state school is gonna be listening in so yes. it was built in the early I've 1900s. watched a lot of pretty little liars okay let me tell you <laughs> I know what it all boils shit down to about dolls in asylum <laughs> yeah I actually saw them live at The View because I was so obsessed with Pretty Little Lies oh, uh, a couple years ago. All right, we have to talk about That'll something. Be <laughs> okay, all right. Well, this is for after the show. That's a tangent. Okay, so I went to this place, and they turned it in. Okay, so it was built to house epileptic people mm-hmm. slash, like, people who were mentally unwell or ill. In a time when they didn't know what was yes, epilepsy. In a, okay. Yes, in a time where... It, it was just very under-researched, and um, it, it also, like, I was someone, one of the women that was, one of the women that was working there was telling me about, she worked there in the final, like, 15 years of this place before it was ultimately closed because of, like, malpractice and abuse of the patients or the, the people that were living Oh, living my there. God. Crazy. So, in, like, the Depression era, if people couldn't afford to have kids, they would just drop their kids off at this place because they knew at least they'll get three meals a day. Like, that's more than we can provide. But then what ended up happening was you just had this mix of people who were mentally handicapped in some capacity and people who weren't who were being treated as if they were because they were just all lumped in together. There was no, like, it. you weren't, like, an individual patient. You just were there. And so, long story short, this place is very, um, it has all this, like, residual bad energy. For example, like, for example, if a, if a student there had, like, an issue that resulted in them biting, like, if they would bite as a defense mechanism for whatever they were feeling, they would just take out all of their teeth. What the fuck? They would remove all of their teeth. Yeah. Oh, my so, like, God. I, yeah. So the, the things that happened in this place were, like, truly, truly horrific. And then there was a lawsuit, and I then mean, that it was like closed down. I mean, that's, like, full-on Agrabah law. Like, yes. you take my bread, I chop your arm off. Yeah, it, yeah. Was, it was bonkers. And there are documentaries about this. Ghost Adventures actually did an episode. Well, I'm sorry. Claire and I are looking at each other because we're she's... We're acting as if we're not going to, like, acknowledge <laughs> the fact that she referenced Agrabah from Aladdin. <laughs> I'm like, wait, there's no way. I could have said Saudi law, but that felt shitty. Okay, so I picked a Agrabah. place that's supposed to be Saudi Arabia meets Afghanistan. Agrabah. Meets Disney. Yeah. Well, and he did try to chop off the street rat's hand. I know. The street rat's hand. Anyway. <laughs> Sorry, boy. <laughs> okay. Uh, who, which, uh, may the first tenor who hasn't sung that in audition throw the first stone. Go on. <laughs> so they have since turned this place into a Halloween attraction, like a tourist attraction. And it's this massive grounds, um, but they've only turned like four small sections of it into a tourist attraction. And by that, I mean they've like added bells and whistles. They have have actors in makeup and costume. They have like water spraying you so that you think that the showers are spraying you with gross old haunted water. It's like very fun and very Gross old <laughs> haunted, haunted water. water. And so you, you get your money's worth when you go here. They do a really good I job. I mean, of course. They have gross it's, old it's spraying haunted water. It's theater at its best. Yeah. <laughs> with a little drink if you get dehydrated along the way. Um, but so part three of this uh, tourist thing is... It takes place in the underground tunnels that connect the whole, like, all of the grounds. And that was, like, super-duper spooky and fun, and you screamed a lot, and it was very fun and scary. But the last part of this thing... Are things, like, jumping out and grabbing you? Oh, for sure. They're allowed to touch you. They're straight oh. up you, allowed. Do you sign to, a waiver? You, yeah, you have to sign Holy your life shit. away. Never like, mind. Never they, mind. They. It was so. I've never been to a scarier and more um, just well-produced. Thing. Haunted house. Yeah, haunted house. It, it was it was really really great. If you have a chance to go to it next year, I would recommend it. It was totally worth the money. But 
the last part of it is is like more like an observation museum type section. So they're not adding bells and whistles anymore. There's no extra stuff happening. It's a two-story portion. And the first, the ground floor is like, they've got panels with some history. That's where you're looking at old photos. That's where you're talking to museum guides who work there and they're telling you stories. And like, it's just very much an observation area. And then you loop around and you go upstairs and it's just a dorm, like a dorm living place that's completely untouched. Mm. So when this place closed down in the 80s, like the late 80s, the state, I guess. Wait, wait, it wait. It was active until the 80s. Wait, yes. wait, wait. All right. When you said <laughs> that, that the that the biting kid gets his teeth pulled out, that's like 1971? Yes. Like you can still see dental chairs there. Holy shit. Like creepy looking that, old That like makes dental- me want to cry. Yeah. It's, it's, <gasps> it's insane to like wrap your head around the things that were happening here. It just here. makes me think, like, what would they do to me? I have obsessive-compulsive disorder. Right. Like, oh, my God. And then what was super bizarre was that one of the women that was working as a museum tour guide, so she was the one that worked there for the last 15 years of it being open. How could she literally... Okay, and first she, off, she should have a lot of shame. Okay, so she was super, super defensive because exactly this, because we're sitting here thinking that the nurses and the doctors should be so ashamed of... All of yes. the abuse, which, yeah. They aided and abetted abuse. But she was for sure coming from the perspective of, like, you can read the panels all you want, and you can look up all the history, but they're only ever going to talk about the abuse that the doctors and the nurses gave. They're never going to talk about the fact that we were just trying to protect ourselves. If we didn't do the things that we did, these students could have seriously, seriously harmed us. And so she was super defensive and coming from a completely different angle that she was like, no one's going to tell you this side of the story. But and I was like, yeah, the... no one wants that side of the story. Yeah. But if you feel that you are that your life is in danger at work, one, it's your choice to work there. And two, that means that your institution is not capable of caring for these, uh, frankly, inmates. They're right. not students. They're inmates. Well, right. yeah. And, so, and I'm sure there's a lot more to like what this place did provide for people then I'm then we're really getting to because it's so overpowered by the terrible things that happened it sounds like it's part like an institution right part school part orphanage part prison it kind of was extreme oh sorry it was completely um I can't think of the word like self-contained at one point where they grew their own food, they sewed their own clothes, they made their own mattress, they did everything themselves, which sounds good at first, but then you're like, oh, actually, the people that are living here, you're just not paying them to do, like, free labor to it's make a way the grounds to, run. to keep right. people in and to keep people yeah, out. So there's, a, really... there, there's a village in North Georgia called Serenby that is self-sustaining, but mm-hmm. it's because it's like the Hamptons of Georgia. They don't <laughs> want people to live, like, it's like, it, you must be a millionaire to live there wow Mm -hmm. yeah 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 so anyway this place is like the walls are seeped with this like crazy crazy energy so when you go there it's completely untouched from the 80s the the paint is peeling off the walls beds are still there mattresses clothes chairs dolls like everything is just still there Mm. and so in this final area the whole point of this last section is to you know take photos on your phone if you want to try and capture a ghost or like you know see the graffiti that's been left there or just like see it observe it as it really truly is as opposed to all of the makeup and the scary stuff that they've added so my story my story is all wrapping up to i was leaving the first floor part of this museum section and i was about to go upstairs and there is and the, the it's like cement floors and like big steel doors that are very clearly intended to like keep people in um that are trying to get out and I, I go into the stairwell where I look down like around the door and I see that it goes downstairs into the basement. And so I turn to the guy behind me and I'm like, I bet going down there is where all of the like underground tunnels are. I wonder what it's like without all of the crazy special effects. Like that's so spooky. And this area is chained off. Like I wonder what would happen. And I lightly like had my hand rested on the doorknob. Um, no pressure like I wasn't trying to turn it or anything and it was held by a a metal doorstop and all of a sudden as I'm kind of like trying to look around the door the door 
just goes and pushes open as if I like with all my effort just push this door open it, it just completely opens up to like invite me downstairs and I'm I didn't do it so I turn to Jordan behind me and I'm like don't actually open the door you're gonna get us in trouble I literally scolded him because I was like we're gonna get in trouble that is not allowed and he goes I didn't touch the door and I was like you're kidding like that's a joke you're joking right and he was like no I swear to god I didn't touch the door and then a, and then like the museum tour guide not the one that used to work there she comes over and she's like what's going on over here and I was like it wasn't me I'm so sorry like I didn't open the door and she goes oh I know you didn't try to open that door try to see if you can get that door to budge another inch and both Jordan and I were like um okay so we literally put all of our muscle into trying to close or open the door or just get it to budge at all and it is stuck like it is stuck with this metal door stop underneath it you cannot budge this door open and she's unfazed i'm freaking out jordan's freaking out we're thinking like this is a ghost for sure yeah and yeah and jordan is actually more skeptical he's like i feel like this is part of it like they're just trying to trick us and he's st- he stays for 10 minutes talking to this museum lady being like <laughs> you, you you're pulling a fast one on us right like there's cameras here and she was so unfazed she was like no people get ghost stories all the time like you're, you're, you're holding up the line. Go along. Ah. <laughs> like, you, you, you had a ghost. You had a ghost. Cool. We, we you had a ghost. You had a she ghost. She just wasn't having it. She was like, this is enough. Like, let's keep <laughs> moving along. So, for me, I've always kind of believed in ghosts already. So, this was more like a, like a confirmation. Mm. Um, but for, like, Jordan and a couple of the people behind us that saw it happen, you could definitely see that their entire foundation of their belief system of life after death was, like, shook. And they were having to question everything they've ever known about what they think they know. So it was a wildly uh, creepy experience. And uh, basically, like, I went back and watched the episode of Ghost Adventures that they did there. And I think, personally, my ghost experiences were better than all of the things that they were able to (laughs) capture in their early seasons. So, Zach Baggins, if you're listening... Go there again with your better technology. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was oh, wild. Oh my God. So that's my story that happened this week. I honestly believe, okay, I've always been a believer that there are spirits amongst us constantly. One of my favorite theories is posited in Ghost Town, the Ricky Gervais movie, where every time you sneeze, you've walked through a spirit. <gasps> What? Doesn't that spook you? I love it. I, <laughs> I think it's amazing. It. it would explain a lot for me. And that's why Wait, when you when you wild. like sneeze multiple times, you're like standing in somebody. Like, Ew. oh, isn't that spooky? I've never heard that until now. I mean, and it's like supposed so to be a joke. I don't think yeah. you know because yeah, there's yeah. actually like a scientific like thing for sneezing, but, um, <laughs> but <laughs> that's so wild. Um, but I honestly believe that they're have to be spirits amongst us because not everybody gets to finish all their business on this earth right in their lifetime but i also think that you know like who are we to say that just because there may be some kind of afterlife doesn't mean that the afterlife is happening in the same like space-time continuum as this life right right yeah i have no idea yeah we uh, no no one does you know what i mean wow like, how can mediums do their work if the afterlife is not in this time and continuum? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, there's just, I, I, I'm a big believer. Mm-hmm. I am. I have, mm-hmm. I have always been. All I know is that, like, I don't want the ghosts of the Pennhurst State Asylum being, like, my friends. I, I want, like, guardian angels and, like, yeah. happy spirits. Like, I don't know. But I feel like if you... If you went all the way to Philly and back, like, <laughs> you know, if I was a ghost, I'd be like, I'm, like, a little bit tired of this trip, and, like, That's my hometown is Philly, yes. so I'm just going <laughs> to stay there. <laughs> I don't want to take a bus. <laughs> my aunt, when she passed away, I got her car after the fact, and I was I would drive around her car, and, like, the radio would just turn on to, like, songs I was thinking about. Oh, weird. Like, wow. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Haunted car. Hey, Aunt, hey, Aunt Belinda. Oh, yeah. Like I, yeah. That's kind of cool. I'm kind of into it when it's like messages. When it's in a, when it's like a positive. Yeah. You know, like a sign of love. Like I'm super into that. Cause uh, I, and I think that if you, 
it's so woo-woo, but I think if you believe in these things and if you're open to receiving things like this, you'll start to see it literally everywhere. All the like, time, you'll yeah. See things that are, are beyond coincidences that you, if you are open to it, like, they're, to me, just, like, affirmations that the universe is supporting you and, mm-hmm. and you know, saying hi to you on your on your path. Yeah. I, um, our friend Brittany, the affirmation mentioned Brittany Dittany Pieri. Um, when we were together, she was telling me about how, um, I think it was her grandma or her great aunt, someone who passed away, who um, uh, she thinks watches over her and, like, as um, a sign, like, will leave, like, dimes around. So whenever she finds a dime. Yes. Mm. Yeah. I literally was just about to say that Monica Potter had Tyler Henry, the Hollywood medium, mm-hmm. um, come to her childhood home and they and they did a reading where her father had died, and he would leave her dimes. Yeah, and um, like, and so I think of that every time, like I find a dime. Like mm-hmm. I found random dimes around my house, and I'm like, I guess I haven't completely fucked up. I who's, read this who's article on the dime. Eisenhower. Oh, I forget. I should I know. Think this. It's Eisenhower. Truman. I don't know. Eisenhower. I don't know. I believe it's said that. Smart. Well, you are in trouble. (laughs) (laughs) I failed the quiz. Um, I read this article, and it was it was I don't remember the name of the the lady who wrote it, but her whole message in this article was like, if you're trying to strengthen your uh, receptive, you know, what's the word? Receptiveness. Uh, Receptivity. Receptivity. If you're trying to strengthen your ability to receive messages from beyond, get really specific with signs that you're looking for. And Mm. she said in her article, she was like, I choose aardvarks and something else super random. Because she was like, those never show up. Like, never in your life are you going to see an aardvark or an antelope or whatever her thing was. But she was like, once I decided that that was going to be the sign I was looking for, for for any message, they started popping up all over the place. And so that day when I read that article, I was like, okay, like, let me give this a try. So I told myself, like, bottle caps. I don't know why I thought that. I just, like, thought bottle caps. And I'm walking. Especially because, like, bot- like, glass bottle caps and stuff, like, they're kind of rare now. Yeah. So yeah. I'm, I'm start walking, and within five minutes, I see four bottle caps on the ground. So wow. I'm already thinking, like, okay, I chose something too easy. I'm like, okay, okay, universe, let's see if you can get this one. I choose Coors Light bottle caps. See if you can prove yourself now. I'm full-on testing the gods. And I, <laughs> I walk maybe, like another block like very close to my house and I don't see any other bottle caps and I'm thinking like huh fooled ya like I made this all up and it's all just a coincidence and I look up and right in front of me parked in the middle of the sidewalk is a giant Coors Light delivery truck yep. just like a giant Coors Light <laughs> sign and they're like right in yeah, my that's, like, that's the... and it was right there I was like that's what? the universe going bam yeah yeah truly I was I, I started laughing out loud at that point because I was like, okay, okay, I believe in it. Like, so there's something. You, you got That's me. so funny. What should we pick? Oh, man. Um, I, I, I'm bad at this on the spot because I'm looking at batteries. I'm like, batteries? Yeah, batteries. Uh, make yeah. batteries. Yeah, Duracell. Mine, Duracell batteries. Duracell Mine batteries. is going to be um, ostrich. Mm, there you go. All right, ostrich. That's a good one. Ostrich. Yeah. Cool. All right, Alex, you did the thing that happened this week mm. fantastically well. Thank you very much. This was very fun. <laughs> I'm so happy to share this ghost story and uh, and talk about how ghosts are real and spook our listeners a little mm-hmm. bit. Yeah, a little spooky, spooky. spooky. <laughs> We're gonna come pull your teeth out. Okay. So. <laughs> um, <laughs> Allie, it's time for you to take our super non-serious, unscientific quiz. Are you ready? I'm ready. Cue the music. Quiz time! Allie Trim. Yes. Actor, singer, delight. Thank you. What are you obsessed with this week? Also the fact that I'm still not a dancer by your terms. It's fine. <laughs> again, like, I, again, I've never seen it, so I, actor, okay, singer, I've dancer, never, delight. I've never danced. I've never danced. It's fine. What was the question again? What are you obsessed with? Um, this week I am obsessed with... Japanese House, the band. Ooh, I, just I saw love them Japanese live. House. I've never, I've yeah. never heard of them. Oh I just my saw god, them. I've talked about them, them on the show before, Ian. I'm sure you have. Um, yeah, they're fantastic, and some of the most soothing, walking, <sighs> yes. working music, and like oh. beautiful lyrics. Yeah, you know what? Let's play some Japanese House. Yeah.
soothing. So atmospheric. Chorus. Here we go. Five, six, seven. I have heard this. Uh, so yes, that is the Japanese house. Yeah, give them a listen. I'm obsessed with them this week and beyond this week. But Fuck yeah. yeah. Awesome. All right, question number two. If you were queen for a day, <gasps> name your one silly, anything, serious decree that you would make that everyone had to follow. Um, uh, my immediate gut reaction is everyone would have to go to City Cakes and buy a cookie or get a cookie for free if City Cakes was down with that. Mm. But if you haven't been to this bakery, you guys, it is the hidden gem of all hidden gems. You Forget heard it Insomnia. here first. Forget Levain. City Cakes is where it's at. They're on 17th and, like, between 7th and 8th, I think. What? And I used to work amazing. there. City Cakes. Yeah. City yeah. Cakes. Okay. Um, and so if I were the queen of the world, I would be like, everyone needs to eat City Cakes. Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> That's like, that you is, like, the most delightful, that is the most delightful queen of a day, queen yeah. for a day that we've had on this. Yes, it, it truly is. What do other is. people say? What other queenie things Well, Gerald say? had a very pointed one. He he said his immediate reaction was that every white person would have to live as a black person for a day. Okay, well, and that is versa. much more uh, well thought out than mine, you know? What maybe was I'm Alana's? Alana's was... Oh, gosh. I can't remember. I know that one of mine was um, that I'd ban catcalling for a day. Right. Ooh. One of mine was like all music listened to in public must be done so through headphones. <laughs> and if uh, yeah. you cannot, and if you cannot provide, the state will provide. Show a man city cakes. Feed him for a, a couple hours. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well. Yeah. <laughs> um, Question yeah, number three. Definitely. All right. So we talked about the Japanese house, um, but what else are you watching and listening to this week? I've been watching a lot of ghost adventures, to be honest. There you go. <laughs> Here we are. I love a good ghost adventures marathon. I just started watching Curb Your Enthusiasm, but I started watching the last season instead of starting at the beginning. And I, oh. Um, I don't regret that because everything I've seen so far has been great. Uh, do you guys watch it? Um, occasionally. Yeah. Uh, it's just a new one. It's the one thing I haven't already watched. Yeah. Oh, look, I watch so much TV. You right. and me both. Yeah, I binged through Sabrina, and Ooh. I waited a long time to finally binge through it. Sabrina the, the Teenage Witch or The Chilling Adventures the of chilling Sabrina? The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. Okay, I waited good to, know. to like to, to get into the spooky season to finish watching it, and now I really want another season. I like kind of hated it when I first started. I was like, this is so cheesy, and yet something about her icy blonde hair kept me coming back for more. So Yeah, I mean, the fact awesome. that it was icy blonde... Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and not just, like, yellowy blonde. Like, she toned it yeah. and came back ready to rumble for season two. Oh, yeah, and for the most chilling Icy Blonde adventures yes. of mm-hmm. Sabrina. Question number four. Mm-hmm. Who was the last person you texted that wasn't uh, no Ian or I? No cheating. My mom. Your mom. What's my your mom. mom's name? Kristen. Hi, Hi Kristen. Hi, um, Yeah, she's checking in on my good old kidneys. Seeing how I'm doing. Yeah. Seeing if I'm still, my heart is still beating and my dreams are still. Can I tap still... you in the back? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, you know, mom's looking out for me. She yes. lives in California, so I don't get to see my family mm. that often. So if I get sick, they're like especially active. Oh. Yeah, it's very sweet. Your Aww. sweet California fam. Yeah. All right, well, Kristen, we love you. We love, love you. you, mom. And final question, our favorite question on the thing that happened this week. Um, who is one person who you may or may not know, who may also be alive or not, who you would like to wish well this week? Um, I would like to wish well the person on the subway this morning that had the medical emergency that held everybody up for a long time, and I hope that that person is okay, and I hope that they got the medical attention that they needed, and that the MTA is back up and running. I want to wish well the folks on the MTA. <laughs> Good. Wow. Good. Yeah. 
You are a wholesome person, yeah. Allie. It's the cookies, I swear. It's a cookie diet. <laughs> City Cakes has yep. made me wholesome. Yep. <laughs> Whole of cookies. And bloated, but we're it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> we're not worried about it. <laughs> thank you so much for coming on the show. Yeah, thank you for having me. This was so much fun. Yeah. Yes. And you did great for your first in-person podcast. Oh, it was, thanks. It was excellent. Excellent oh. material. Tu es un professionnel. Oui. 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 Parfait. Oui, oui. Um, so, Allie, if people want to get at you on social media, how can they do that? Yeah, so I'm on Instagram, I'm on Facebook, and it's all just my name, Allie Trim. I have a website. Trim it's, with two M's. Yep. A-L-L-I-E-T-R-I-M-M. T-R-I-M-M. That's nice to say. M-M-M. It's nice to write. Like, if I'm writing my name in cursive, it's really, really loopy. Yeah. Like the A-L-L. It's just like loop after loop. It's very fun. I love a loop. Loopy doop. Mm-hmm. Ian Brodsky, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at iBrodsky and now at ianjbrodsky.com. Fuck um, yeah. Yeah, with all of my um, upcoming date. Um, so check out <laughs> check out Dylan's Hell Yeah Bachelorette Party on uh, November 15th at Woo! 7 p.m. with Joe Kroger and company and the Hell Yeah Babies and a bunch of other bands. Very cool. Yeah. Amazing. I'm at Womanship on Twitter, Snapchat, and TikTok, at Claire Manship on Instagram, ClaireManship.com, Facebook.com, slash Julia Claire Manship. The show is a Dapper Devil production, say. Yep. You can get at the network, at Dapper Devil Prod on Twitter, at Dapper Devil Productions on Instagram, DapperDevilProductions.com. Yep. Yep. That's it. And uh, the thing that happened this week, Ian, tell them where they can find us. Yes, um, we are at this week's thing. Um, on I saw Claire like reactivated the Instagram. I tried to. I I'm. We'll see if we can. We'll see. Put but it's there. Up. It's yeah. there at thisweeksthing.com, thisweeksthing at gmail.com, Hashtag thisweeksthing. We're on a good number of platforms to listen to us. So check us out. Um, at this week's thing on Twitter. Uh, yeah. Am I missing anything? Thisweeksthing.com. Thisweeksthing at gmail.com. Yeah. Yeah, and just make sure that you rate, like, comment, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, especially Apple Podcasts. A review there would be very helpful. Please and thank you. Please and thank you, Honey Bun Allie. Please and thank you to you. Yay, thank you guys so much. You're welcome. Anytime. Thank you so much for coming. Yes. Thanks. All right. All right. Well, I'm Claire Manship. And I'm Ian Brodsky. And And that that was was the thing thing that that happened this week. Bye. That was a Dapper Devil production, say...